Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15 back-to-back nights of the Agree to the Disagree podcast show where we discuss current events, politics, and pop culture. Guys, I'm your host, Luigi C. Thank you for joining me. As I say every show, guys, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and I ask you, of course, please, if you could subscribe to my YouTube channel or Facebook channel. And as well, after this, we will be uh, releasing this in a audio podcast format. Guys, I, of course, encourage you to be interactive, send in your questions, your comments for our guests, whatever it's just to say hi, even just to fuck off, whatever you want to say. We might rip you to shreds after that, but that's another story. Um, and that's it, guys. So this week, I, I have the pleasure of having the co-hosts of the Snobcast podcast. So first, of all, I'm going to ask them what's up with that name. And uh, let's hope, uh, I know I'm honestly, I talked to the guys beforehand and um, they're not snobs at all. So without further ado, guys, um, here is the cast of the co-hosts cast of Snobcast. Here they are. Look at these. And they're drinking, guys. So, okay. Have a drink. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. And I told you off air that I can't drink and you guys are still drinking without me. Thanks. That's I'm, not I'm real nice. It's all in solidarity. <laughs> it's all in solidarity. I'm going to drink through you guys, okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel I, like it's going to work out better for you than for us. Uh, <laughs> right. Chef Tom, it, it, oh, it tastes so good. All right, guys. Oh, First of it. all, I want to take the time. Honestly, guys, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, people watching, they know that I'm a, a, a big um, spark up, Louis. Yeah, one of my one of my buddies, cigar buddy, says spark up a cigar. I can't, Luca. You know I can't do it in the house. My wife's gonna throw me out. Um, oh, okay, he was talking about guys. cigars. Okay, yeah, cigars. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone knows that I'm a big proponent for local talent, and these guys, uh, I think, are talented. They have produced. Uh, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Over 225 episodes of Snapcast. <laughs> There's, there's, a, there's a funny story about that. Go ahead. Before we even get to the introductions, go ahead. I like it, funny stories. It's not it's not uh, the, the, the episode count. It's uh, The first number is the season, and the last two numbers are the episode. So there's it's probably closer to 40. <laughs> it's probably guys, well, we love the compliments I, uh, when people are like, oh, my God, you guys have done so many episodes. I, <laughs> I counted the other day. We have, I think, uh, I think we're at 45. Hold there on. we go. Oh, that's still impressive. But that's yeah. guys, that's false advertising. Yeah, we're a big <laughs> fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, so guys. False, false metrics. Guys, you know what? I don't want you on tonight. Forget it. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to Steve. We're leaving. <laughs> all aside, guys, I'd like to uh, each uh, one of you take your turn to introduce yourselves. Let's start with the head snob. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? 
I thought you were going to introduce me, but I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I prefer that I'm, way. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I guess I'm head snob, uh, Johnny. Uh, I'm 29 years old. I'm not, uh, I'm not available. Um, <laughs> and the, the two guys here, Chef Tom and Hype Man Steve, are my brothers from uh, other mothers. Nice. And uh, allegedly, you know, that's just who I am. You know, Johnny, do, do you like long walks along the beach? Because you were starting <laughs> off there with like one of those plenty of fish, bro. I don't know, plenty of fish, Tinder. I don't know. Is your is, is your girlfriend watching this? By the way, I, she's probably taking a nap. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny, just 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 so that you know, and uh, yeah. you know, let's not be modest. Um, yeah. Your 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 side jobs. You are a comedian and an actor. Tell us a little bit more about well, that. I, I wish I was an actor. I'm not even a comedian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Finally, something I, we could agree on. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I'm not. Um, the comedy came about uh, two years ago, uh, which we'll get into later on, but uh, I'm not mm -hmm. an actor. I just, I, I, I'm, in, I'm part of Joe Mary's wedding um, because uh, Stevie saw me open for nick messina um okay. and and he was like hey i like the way i like your style and the way you delivered your jokes i think i have a role for you so that's how i ended up playing the brother of the bride uh, which, which is pretty much a drunk <laughs> so so it's perfect for him <laughs> but it's so weird because steve stevie v who saw me that night at nick messina show i had to do a clean show and i, I i've never done a clean show Okay. Uh, so all my jokes were like tapered to be clean. And he's like, I like what you did. I'm like, you should come see him on a normal night when I'm talking about my dick and whatever. <laughs> all right. Interesting. Chef Tom, yeah. judging by your name, I think I, I could I could figure out what you do on your day job. That's right. Yeah, I'm, sex trafficker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually in charge of snob media. So no, I'm actually... <laughs> Uh, no, I uh, yes, I am. Uh, I am a, a chef and a part-time job. Uh, mm -hmm. I have my own catering company. Cool. Uh, Tretar Gusto Catering, and um, I I help uh, co-host this uh, podcast, uh, Snapcast. With uh, you're more two. than that. You're a producer. I I yes, I help produce the podcast. I didn't want to you know throw roses at myself, <laughs> but hey, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> it's not easy, Tom. So come on, it's true. It's the truth. It's you have to do with the talent and everything, which is means. Yes, it's easy. It, it's easy when they don't need to be edited. It's, when they don't. When they it, don't. We actually, you know what, guys? We we never edit. We don't really. We never cut. Yeah. I've never yeah. cut a single thing out except for when we have to like start the introduction. Okay. Yeah. Same here. That, yeah. Whatever it is, it is, and if it sounds stupid, it sounds stupid, and if you don't like it, it nobody's making you listen. There you go. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> But Hi, listen, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Hi, man, Steve, you're next. Tell okay. us about what's so, your day job. My day job is I work a lot with houses, but by night, uh, I write weekly reviews for Snob Media. Uh, I'm a co-host of the Snobcast, and uh, you know that's that's more or less it. Everything else is boring. Okay, it's all good, yeah. man. You guys, you know, just so you know, just so you know, Steve and I work together. So I'm not a full-time comic. I, I I run a marketing department at the uh, Nancy Forlini team. Shout out! <laughs> oh yeah, you do. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I'm a mortgage broker, right? 
I didn't know that, but nice yeah, to meet you. I am interested in knowing how how this this whole idea came about to to do this podcast and the just the general idea behind it and how did you form it and how did you come up with the the ideas and and, and the content and all that. It's a great question. I wish I could answer it. Uh, no, yeah, you could. You can answer that. You actually can answer that. Um, uh, honestly, the three of us, we were always just shooting the shit. And uh, and then at one point, I had started doing the comedy shows at LBV. And uh, and I wanted to do other things. I, I, so originally, Snob Media was Snob Reviews, which we just focused on movie reviews. And then I said, fuck, I said, Snob Media is a great name. And it wasn't available. It, w- it was available. So I jumped okay. on that, uh, on that domain. And uh, and then I was like, we have to do other things besides reviews, and that's when the the podcast came about. And I and then you know we went to buy them at the equipment, and uh, yeah. I said, okay, guys, uh, let's uh, let's sit in Tom's backyard. The first time we ever recorded was in uh, Tom's backyard, and um, we spoke for like seventy five minutes. And after that, we recorded like five episodes, which wasn't a good idea, but we did it anyway. The, yeah. the, pre-reco- the pre-recording yeah. uh, of episodes yeah. is not because the way to go, people. definitely. I agree. Yeah. Five weeks agree. down the line, five weeks down the line, when you release that fifth episode, you're like, wow, everything we're talking about is nothing. Yeah. yeah. We've had people literally that we've spoken about that have died between episodes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, find, I find that... <laughs> it's fucking horrible, by the way. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you? Who are you interviewing, man? <laughs> no, no, no! Like, like the subject. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, oh, Epstein, and all of a sudden, boop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> hung himself. Exactly. Yeah, Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was our <laughs> fault. So that at all. Uh, we, 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 you know, Tom, Tom and Steve were on board. Tom, kind of like out of nowhere, was like, "Hey guys, I can, like, edit, and I can, oh, I can put this on Spotify, and I can put this on Apple." And I was like, "So." I guess you're the producer, and Steve is the hype man, and I'm just the diva. And, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, I love, I, I uh, personally, I, I have a, a huge love for radio, and okay. uh, and I worked at the Beat for about five years, oh. and uh, so this kind of brought me back to what I wanted to do originally, which I still love, but I'd rather do podcasting, I think, than do radio. Um, well, I find I love the median. Uh, I don't think it's it's just growing, as you know. Nothing has grown more than podcasting in the last ten years, and it continues to grow every yeah. year. So, uh, very different than radio. And guys, I must say honestly that the reason why somebody I don't recall who told me to check you guys out. I really don't recall. Uh, they might have been from the Netherlands. We have a lot of uh, fans from maybe, there. maybe <laughs> somehow during COVID I ended up in in the Netherlands. It's <laughs> super uh, weird. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really, really say I really mean this. Uh, I really enjoyed. I've listened to a few yeah. uh, of your of your podcasts, and I really enjoyed it. And as I said before in the onset, I, I truly believe that uh, we should we should push and and work together as local talent in Metro. I find that we don't do enough of that. And uh, I think we could only help each other. So uh, hats off, guys. Honestly, I really enjoyed your content. And uh, I, I'm really happy to have you guys on, honestly. Um, Thank you. Thank cheers. you. Thank Welcome. you very cheers. much. Cheers to that. Um, guys, so what? What? So the, 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 the content behind the, the show is, is basically a lot media-focused, right? 
movies yeah. or. I mean, it, you guys, you guys yeah. can talk about this. I mean, it kind of, yeah, it's primarily that. It's okay. primarily media focus, but like we, we, I mean, I guess guys from when we started, we, oh, we, we, yeah. yeah, we shifted. We used to, we used to, have, so it used to be like a late night show at the beginning. Okay. There were, it's we had, is. it still is, it yeah, still is, yeah. but like we had segments. I was, you know, like we were doing like fake, fake sponsors, like funny sponsors. Yeah. We had, we would, Johnny has this incredible ability to um to be able to memorize the runtime of movies yeah what's up with that <laughs> it's crazy no, I, right I, I i could i was i was watching i go no no this it can't be it's like it a beautiful be. mind and, and like pamela, and pamela was like was it the one with pamela and the cricket yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't edit out that audio guys don't don't record outside guys <laughs> oh the one time literally that the first time the there was time. a cricket but like we we and we slowly i guess we slowly uh like anything else you see what works you see what doesn't and we've been getting better feedback and we've been talking about more personal things. Uh, mm-hmm. We try and relate it to. We still, I guess, we still like to keep it primarily about you know like movies, music, comedy, stuff like Thank that. But but we try and intertwine it with like you know a bit of, a bit of, a bit of heart. Uh, obviously, we we you know make fun of each other, um, and uh, it's 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 a great time. No, the, the the back and forth banter is really good. I honestly really enjoy. Also, I think that the interview. Uh, is well structured. It really is, guys. I know that that's not easy. It's not easy. I've learned that, uh, seeing that this is my second podcast and this is more of an interview thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an art, eh? To to be able to to ask the question and also to listen and not interject when you don't need to interject. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, so uh, I don't want to I don't want to blow steam up my own ass, but uh, <laughs> but I will. And uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it, it, it's, like Islam media has come a long way because you know um, last year. Well, I've been dealing with just for laughs uh, for like five years, and uh, last year uh, was the best year of all when Steve was there, and uh, we uh, we were we were asked to be on the red carpet at the at just for laughs festival. That's awesome. And, uh, so we got to interview like Kevin Hart. Uh, uh, just to name a few, I've 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 been a, I've been one on one with Howie Mandel for like literally twelve minutes. Like you have twelve minutes, go in the room, interview, like get out. Wow. So the interview thing has come a long way, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's why sometimes we have I ha- I get asked to do phone calls with certain comedians or actors, and that can't be on the podcast per se. But I'll do a phone interview and then we'll splice it together. Okay. And, and have them on, but they know they're on the podcast. We're not doing it like unwillingly. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Everything you said has been recorded. We yeah. usually overnight Steve to our guest, and he keeps them at gunpoint while we talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Steve, is that true? It's it's really it's really a team effort. You know? <laughs> Guys, I'd like to know. Tell me what so far in um, what's who's been your favorite guest or your favorite show? Don't ask that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, we, uh, hey, no one's watching anyway. It's all good. <laughs> oh, maybe your fan, <laughs> maybe your fan base is so. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're all fun. We've they're all they're all fun in in their own way. Um, it was nice to get uh, to get Pamela to swear. That one was nice. That, that oh. was. <laughs> I, I never in a million years that I see that coming. <laughs> that was that was one of that was that was a good one. But I mean, we've I had we've had some. Re- <laughs> We've had some repeat guests. 
yeah. I really I really enjoy uh, I I mean I enjoy I think we, we pretty much enjoy anybody that comes on because right. it's always people are very very easy they open up pretty easily and uh, I don't know I guess we all right so, so we're just ever, easy to talk to let, let me let me get something straight here guys uh, this is not PC culture here eh? no politically correct answers come on you can tell me your favorites no, I'm sorry. I like having a mill on okay I like having a mill curry on you want me to say it I'll say right, it fine and mill curry and mill Come back. We need you for another episode. Thank you. Steve, who was your favorite? Come on. I enjoyed... Um, I have... I don't want to say I have a character that I do, but... There's a... There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a I, I like doing just act, stupid accents for fun. And okay. one of them just turned into a character who's been on an episode, uh, Jerry Colina. Uh, this, is, this is the first... This is the only time I'll admit that he, he is me. Yeah, I love it. I like that. See, if, that's, that's a good answer. If yeah. there was one episode that we would have needed to have a camera, it was that episode because <laughs> I was sitting next to Steve and oh for the, he kept grabbing my leg. Hey, look at this guy over here. Look at this cock. And I couldn't, for the life of me, make eye contact with him. I was like nervous. So, so there you go, guys. If anything comes out of this, you. you, you <laughs> You just introduced you to streamer that you could use to to film those uh, future episodes. Yeah. Exactly. There you go, Johnny. What about you? Uh, I don't do it. You love the Molly. Johnny likes all the episodes that he's in. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, uh, the Pamela Pagano one is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I we have we have some good interviews coming up this month, and I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah. Can, you, can you can you tell or not? No, no. All right, you might have to kill me after the Jesus man. Just tune no, tune in next uh, week. Tune in next week. I will. It's gonna I, will. Be a good I, don't, I don't like to uh, to to say it before it, it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Before you could do your your publicity. Okay, it's all good. Yeah. I introduced you, guys. You're ready to uh, to to go into my topics that I chose for us tonight. Go for uh, it. All right. I hope it's movies and runtime. <laughs> or no, or no. songs. Passion no, of the Christ, Jack. Ja, quick, no. quick. One twenty-six. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not normal. What, what I'm gonna you? check that. I'm gonna check that. Did you say one twenty-six? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, let's fact fact check that now. That's a new thing now. It it's absolutely he's he's right like way more often than he's wrong. He's, I, I feel I feel like if we, we he's maybe wrong like twenty percent of the time. It's what, incredible. One twenty seven. We give him like an over under of three of three yeah. minutes. Yeah, over under of three, and he always and he usually always gets it because yeah was, yeah. Not a lot of, and a lot of the time he's like either bang on or off by a minute. Johnny, what are you, Ring Man? <laughs> Charlie Babbitt, Charlie Babbitt. Okay, all right. He has, a, he has a special song when he gets it like right on. Oh yes, unbelievable. Okay, guys, this first topic I chose in honor of you guys, uh, your love for media and for movies, because I've listened to you guys talk about mm -hmm. movies. I'm not sure if you if you if you came across the story, and, and I talked about it last night with the, with the Joey, but I definitely wanted to get your your uh, feedback on this because I I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a we're gonna have a good conversation surrounding this one. According to the Academy's new Best Picture Academy Awards, Best Picture Rules, which go into full effect in 2024, films must meet at least two or four new standards that stipulate rules, uh, roles both on screen and behind the scenes be filled by people from underrepresented groups, 
including race, women, LGBTQ, and people with cognitive or physical disabilities, including the deaf and hard of hearing. Do you want me to go What's first? Question. <laughs> what happened? What happened to uh, getting a nomination just on the sheer merit of your performance? Okay, but wait, uh, no, no, wait. Agree to disagree. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. Um, you, you, you can do both. Performance. It's it's for best picture. Best picture. So whoever was behind the camera or part of the crew has to they have to have those criteria but roles both on screen and behind the scenes be filled by people now do you think it will be that difficult to fill in those shoes it's it's i'm, I'm not saying whether or not it's difficult but we're reduced to the, the point johnny that we have to put such things in into into effect in the, in one of the most prestigious award shows in the world mm -hmm. and you have to meet a certain criteria is this positive affirmation again i know guys it's, it's a touchy subject that it's very touchy and i'm glad my girlfriend's not watching i mean <laughs> i mean i feel like if it's if it's if it's not strictly actors if it's everybody if it's like you know like uh, it's uh, not that hard yeah it's not i mean it shouldn't first of all it shouldn't be that hard to find like a bunch of women a bunch of lgbt Q community members, a bunch of uh, 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 whoever's hearing impaired, whoever's physically impaired. If you can, I mean, if you can hold a boom stand for a boom for a mic, you should be, you know, and you shouldn't be put aside because you're not, you're hard of hearing, you know what I mean? Or But my, my question are the, are that you have to, that there's like a checklist that like, oh, okay, do they have at least three blind people? Check. Okay. Do they have at least one, one he person who's hearing impaired? I feel like if people are applying and you're getting, what are you, you going to do? You're going to go see the human resource department and, and make sure that whoever was like all the candidates that were hired weren't discriminated against. But, but that's, that's, that's my point, uh, Tom. That's, that's, that's what I have an issue with is that what you're going to go with, with a, I mean, okay. So you, you could hold up a, a, a boom arm and you're, you're, you have a physical disability, whatever. Okay. For perfect. So your, your, your movie moves a Sorry, meets the criteria, so you could be nominated for an Emmy Academy Award. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you can't like it's all. I feel like it's all relative, depending on what the person is doing. Like, if you're if you're a cameraman and you're you're not you're not on a rig, you know, you got like a you got like a, a smaller camera. These guys are usually like built because they got to hold the camera and they got to run. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not gonna get like a scrawny guy with one arm and a prosthetic arm. If I mean, if he can hold it, fine, but. I mean, if he fits into more of a category of like, oh, uh, stunt actor or whatever, fine. But uh, I mean, I feel like I, I understand the whole thing that people don't want to discriminate against anybody with a disability or, or by race, gender, or, you know, anything. Um, that you're going to make a checklist and that you're going to have to submit everybody who worked on the movie and everybody's going to have to get like, go. It's a, first of all, that's a lot of administrative work for the Oscars. Well, exactly. It looks like that. I mean, like, I don't know, guys. I, I you know what I mean? Do they have to pay for that? We have to pay to cross a bridge to Laval. Well, yeah. But is the, it, with a camera. That, that's true. But are they, are they just trying to appease, you know, every year you always hear the same thing. There's not enough black producers or black or. But that's a fact. But that's a fact. Yeah, that's like, a fact. 
like holy shit, there are so many great black filmmakers. You know, it took Spike Lee like 25 years to win a fucking Oscar. Or to even be nominated. Yeah. Like, like Spike Lee's legendary. And yeah, you make a film like Black Klansman that like touches like on so many things. Oh, okay, yeah, he's gonna win the not even for best fucking picture, but best screenplay. Great, it's a great screenplay, but great movie as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but there's so many. The Oscars, and I'm curious to know Steve's take because Steve already hates the fucking Oscars. So do I, but yeah. And and for me, it's you know growing up as a kid being excited to watch the oscars which i i still get excited but i'm just excited to see oh yeah i can still win all these categories i can choose the right categories and win them in like my mise au jeu you know what i mean and win money <laughs> uh, but, but but it's just there's definitely the oscars already had a criteria that they wanted filmmakers oh yeah you know the, the regulars the spielbergs yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, I can. I don't know. I'm looking at my collection here, but a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of directors that are always nominated always get nominated because they're Oscar favorites, you know. But sometimes I look at nominations and I'm like, there's so many people missing from these categories that throughout the year, when I, I watch like over 200 movies a year, that I'm and that I review it thoroughly and say that this performance is incredible. And then I go to the, I go to the Oscar nom- nominations and they're not there. I'm like I don't get. And there's other people there. I'm like I don't get it. Like okay. I don't. So so before I, we get Steve's um, take on this is, but with with putting such installing such rules like this is that going to yeah. solve those problems? It'll definitely solve the problems that the there will be diversity at the Oscars because there has there's never been di- diversity at the Oscars. Look like. You have Hattie McDaniel who won an Oscar for Glam of the Wind in 1939. She a yes. black woman in 1939. It took, I think, not until Halle Berry, shout out to Halle Berry if you're listening, <laughs> in like 2001 <laughs> to win another black actress to win a, 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 best, a best actress Oscar. Nah, you're going to tell me that from, years. You're gonna tell me from 1939 to 2001 that there wasn't one black actress that could have won an Oscar. I don't think they any of them did movies in all that time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Well, okay. It doesn't make sense. But then this it doesn't make sense, but the thing is that they're just limiting it to the best picture. Right? Yeah. So, so the best picture. But but I feel like I feel like personally that there's so many people involved in one film that you're bound to meet that criteria even if you hadn't announced that this will be the criteria. That's okay, I, I I like where you're going. I like where you're going with that, but it, and that's great. But, but now they have to announce it to make people happy because that's that's what the world is coming to, and that's, that's what people need is, yeah. is they need to be happy. And okay, we're being recognized, right? And like I'm telling you that you look at films that have been that have won Best Picture Oscars before, you can probably find all that criteria beforehand before it was actually said okay in 2024 we're gonna start looking at all this very thoroughly mm-hmm. but i'm sure if you look at movies from last year year before in fucking 1970 when everyone was in the closet okay True. there there were definitely you know gay people involved 
uh, you know, race factors taken like, you know, into consideration. Even the political, the whole McCarthy era uh, and his you know, attack on the home industry, you know. What was that, Steve? Sorry, you just you got cut off there a second. I'll say also politically. I mean, the whole McCarthy era was a whole witch hunt of of Hollywood and who's associating with communists and socialists. Yeah. And you have to hide that too. But yeah, you see, guys, see here. Here it is. You know, it's it's amazing, right? I've always said that it's it's this is why I need my show agree to disagree. Is that you could always learn. And, or look at a perspective differently by just having a conversation with with three guys in this case that might make me look at it differently than it was. So here's yeah. case in point that even a hard-headed Sicilian like me could change my mind or look at it at least not maybe not change my mind but at least look at it differently, right? Yeah. So yeah. On that note, and, and I'm now because you, you said in terms of guys, I've always been meaning, I wanted to know. Okay. Please, and if, if you could, if you could try to answer me this question, there was a, a, a movie that won for, I believe, best picture, the one with the, the, what is it, the color of, of water or something like that? Mm -hmm. oh, the shape of water. Yeah. The shape of water. Okay. Did you guys watch this movie? Yes. I didn't see that one. I didn't. I uh, I, I decided to, to skip out. Okay, Johnny, did you watch it? Yes. You watched it. Can yes, I think you, I had to do. Could <laughs> someone please, Johnny? Seeing that, and yeah. I'm going to take it from you because you seem like you know what you're talking about. You guys know what you're talking. Could someone please explain for the fucking life of me what the what the the interest of this movie? What was what? Could, please, I, I can't. I can't. Like I lose. I don't even know what it's about. What okay, was it about? So, so the movie is uh, directed, uh, written, and directed by Guillermo del Toro, uh, who is a great filmmaker and a visionary. Uh, it's it's set in the. Uh, I think during the Cold War. See, when was the Cold War? Uh, it was right after World War II. Yeah. All right. Perfect. It's set yeah, but in it, that. it was. It was set in that time. I remember the trailer. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it was. Yes. So the whole thing is that uh, the, this 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 uh, this uh, deaf and mute lady. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, you got it. You got it. She works at this like. Uh, plant and uh and they're like uh, they, they they find this like sea creature um and 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 uh, i don't know from where i don't remember but they find the sea creature and the lady who works overnights uh, she ends up uh befriending uh, this uh, sea creature but more than befriending she like steals him and uh, brings him to her apartment and uh ends up in a relationship with the sea creature uh ends up having sex with the sea creature uh and uh was this a japanese well, movie no it's a, it's a it's made by by you know it's out there yeah and look while i don't think i don't think it i don't remember what was nominated that year but i don't think i wanted that to win best picture but it Thank definitely you. uh it, it i enjoy the film because it it has that kind of magic of the movies type feel, where it's like as soon as you as soon as you bring in like 1950s 1960s era into a movie today, it's like you don't see that shit anymore, right? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like for me, uh, a lot uh, earlier this year, 
Steve and I did the the best film of the decade. So from 2010 to 2020. All right. Uh, Steve had chosen, I believe, what's called Victoria, which is a German film, which is all shot in one take for two hours wow. and ten minutes. Two hours seventeen, yeah. Oh, sorry, two hours seventeen. Wow. Wow. See what I mean? See? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a heist. Film. And it's a heist film. It's all shot in one take. Okay. But for me, what what I when I was younger, going to the movies was I loved experiencing things that were like big and grand and so for me it was la la land which was the musical with ryan gosling and emma stone interesting uh and and that was that was made to be in today's era but it was shot as if it was a a musical from the 50s yeah and i'm like no one makes this anymore no one even has the balls to make this anymore and then that year at the oscars fucking moonlight won the best picture and i was happy you were happy or you weren't happy i was not happy Hmm. Okay. All right. Warren so Beatty well, said, "Oh, La La Land," and it wasn't La La Land. It was Moonlight. <laughs> so, how much? How much was that? That that movie winning based solely on Del Toro's uh, reputation? The Shape See, of Water. How much? How much? How much? Uh, the Shape of Water. How much? How much of that uh, plays in? Right when we were talking about reputation behind a, a director, you mentioned before Steven Spielberg, Scorsese. Yeah. Del Toro yes, is definitely up there as far as like uh, as a visionary filmmaker because he never like if you see Pan's Labyrinth, uh, I think it was two thousand seven, like uh, nothing had been made like that. Like, and, but then even Shape of Water, like this dude took took risks. Like you're having sex with a creature, Tommy and like it. they don't show it, but you know they're having sex with a creature, and uh, they didn't show and, it. Okay, but. <laughs> But uh, I think I think as a script as a, to win best screenplay, yes, I believe it's very original as a screenplay. So All go right. ahead and win that award. As far as best picture, uh, less. Actually, I don't think he won screenplay. I think he won best director. I uh, think so. He didn't. He he, he won. For, I mean, for quite a few he, there. That, but that, I mean, that film won. I think it sweeped the awards that year. Yeah, it, it, it's really just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be that it's a because of his career and he had it he had been where were the, where were the other movies that year yeah let's how about yeah, let's, thinking, let's let's google that um i'll check that out same thing you can talk to steve in the meantime hey <laughs> uh steve, well you know what? i want to add something to to what you're asking for uh before the whole yeah. like uh diversity thing mm-hmm. uh first of all and uh, i don't know too much like in depth about the cast but seeing as it's a korean movie and uh you know it's all korean cast it with those criteria does parasite win best picture like they did because yeah, korea is not a no but with this criteria that uh, they are mentioning for the oscars for oh. best picture korea is not a diverse place people That's in korea point. are almost all korean you know so does that does that mean parasite doesn't win anymore because i mean it's not like i don't think they're going out of their way to exclude people it's just that's who lives in, in it's a South Korean movie. That's who lives there. But know? also the fact that a foreign film won best, not just a one foreign film, which it did. Yeah. And then it went on to win best picture. And a bunch of other stuff, no? Yeah. Uh, never yeah. Had a screenplay, best picture, and best foreign film. It was incredible. What an incredible movie. Yeah, that was. I don't know if you've seen that, uh, Louis. No, I haven't maybe, seen it. I haven't uh, seen it, but watch I, it. I, I, I find it. Well, the, the, just to answer Steve's question is that maybe they could because it's not just about race, right? It's really not even about race. It's 
underrepresented groups, race, including race, women, yeah. LGBTQ, women. That's kind of funny. So then because what you just have women, to be Because look, if you look at if you look at best director, I think the last female director to win best director, um, I think was uh, Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. Okay. Which, which Catherine Bigelow used to be married to James Cameron. Oh, that's interesting. And it showed those are really good movies. Those are okay. And she beat him in a category. She must have loved rubbing that one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she, she beat Avatar. His fucking 10 yes, year beat, yeah, project that's exactly that, he, what it was. that he stopped doing everything for, and she beat him. Wow. If only he would have put more time into that relationship, huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe, or he, he probably taught her to a little too well. But I, maybe, let me play the devil's advocate on what you just said, though. How many women directors are there? There's a lot. The, the, this year, more than ever, the okay. movies I've been reviewing, they're mostly all female directors. They are. Not, not mostly. I would say definitely, uh, I would say 40% of them. That's a pretty high number. Yes, compared to previous years, yes. So technically, if you're telling me that, then there should be a 40-60 split in terms of who should win Best Director. Because I was going to say, you know, I was going to say that if you were going to tell me that there's only 10% women directors for movies that are eligible for uh, Academy, it's definitely Award. increased. Okay, definitely. then from like 10 years ago, yeah. let's say we could we could use it on the same argument as to say, right? If there's less, if there's less women directors, or if there, for example, if there's less. Um, you know, less women make men women making less money because they tend to not go towards more dangerous jobs, and the dangerous jobs pay more, right? So in that case, that's you know when you talk about inequality or not equality of of of, of income, and you could use that argument. So that's why I had asked, you know, in terms of the the forty percent seems a little bit high, but I'll, I'll take your word. It might for be it. too high, but I can definitely assure you that being home on my ass and watching movies. <laughs> Uh, uh, a lot of the a lot of the films, a lot there's a lot more films this year that are that are directed by females. Okay. Yeah, right. and and there's been there's been more. Well, look at look at what happened with, you know, you're saying the the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. um, look at look at with uh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek yeah, swept sure. at the Emmys. Seven seven Emmys. Nine. Nine. They won in all categories. I don't know if you've seen that Never show. Happened. It's it's Dan Levy who is I'm, yes, I'm which pretty I sure is homosexual. It's in. I don't it's understand how somebody like that. Imagine if somebody like that would never have been able to write a show like that because of the fact that they were uh, uh, being discriminated against. Like maybe maybe five ten years ago, a show like that might not have happened. It would have happened yeah. on like HBO. Yeah, would yeah. Have, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would have been an HBO show, but you wouldn't have seen it on CBC. No, no. no. HBO or Showcase or and, and thank God because it's a gem. It's yeah. a gem of a show. You it's understand just the fact that no no other show in history has swept that much at the Emmys, and this is a Canadian show. Yeah, that's that dealing good, guys. That's dealing with. You haven't uh, seen it? No. I, give, it I, give it a I watch. Thought, I will. I, I thought it was like good, but not more than that. I don't see how it swept everything. To be honest, Ooh, I, I was expecting with all the thing everybody talked about. I was expecting something better. Not that it wasn't good, because it is good, but I was expecting something way better. For Steve wants like dismemberment. He <laughs> he likes dismemberment. He likes cultural oppression in movies and people oh, coming like, through with that. He, you know, he likes conflict and you know, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Vin Diesel, early Fast and Furious. 
Let, let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's 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 read some comments, guys. I'm gonna put on the screen. Yes, um, hey, my dad. Nick, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> you guys look and sound great. Uh, Peter Bowen from the Dirty Four says, "Ha ha ha!" Good. And the Dirty Four say, "Hey, folks, awesome episode so far. Greetings from Dirty Four Podcast." How about Claudio Podcast? <laughs> just ask them. I'm sure Claudio will have them. No, we and should all get together. We could be the Dirty Eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Dirty eight was better than four. <laughs> and and I like this one. This is my best. Robert S. from Cafe Borgonro. Johnny uh, is funny or drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny's also a great dancer when he's drunk. He it's is. True, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a quick shout out to Cafe Born Journal, guys. The yeah. best coffee, food. Robert's a great guy. I've known him for a long time. Um, Robert's uh, great. Jean -Talon. Yeah, Jean-Talon, not far from uh, Lacquerre. Check not it out, guys. Not far from office, everybody. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Not very yeah. far from you guys. By the way, I got you. I know it's a bit late. I don't, this isn't the Joe Rogan podcast. We don't have Jamie working for us, but I have for for best for best picture. We have uh, "Call Me by Your Name." Garbage. Thank you. Okay. Darkest Hour. I mean, oh, Gary was, Oldman. You know what I mean? Was, like Gary Oldman was best actor. Yeah, uh, Dunkirk. Yeah. We have Dunkirk. We have Get Out. Get out. That's what I wanted to win, bro. Yes, because that was a phenomenal movie. Okay. Uh, Lady Bird, which was also a great movie. I didn't like yes, it. Yes, very good. You don't like it. Uh, Phantom oh. Thread. I don't even know what that's about. Oh, yeah. Daniel Lewis. Uh, the Post. The Post, the Post. yeah. Shape of Water. and the Post, that's, the Post is a Spielberg movie with Tom Hanks. And uh, Three Billboards, oh. which was another phenomenal movie. Oh, yeah, that was so good. Yes, it was. So, like, very, very stiff, like competition but yeah, such yeah, such an array of of variety there amongst those movies right john i think that when they decided to make 10 pictures nominated for best picture yeah i was like why why so, are you there's there's some movies that even get nominated for best picture that aren't in any other category like i i don't get like like why just I, leave the five that you originally had which is fine but I get it because that point when they did that switch to 10 movies from five, it was to show, okay, we have room for diversity. But at the Oscars in February 2020, all white people. So, you know. Exactly. So what's the purpose, right? Um, Eventually, yeah. I feel like we'll be able to make it to the Oscars. We'll be able oh, to sure. turn this podcast into a movie. By the way, exactly. Yeah. When is there going to be this? I'm sure they'll add something. Best podcast, visual podcast in in Hollywood. Sure or... awards for that, but it's probably you know not. Yeah, a event. there's got to be something. There's got to be like the streamies or something. Oh yeah, there is. I know that there is. Yes, there is a podcast uh, awards uh, association that I know. It's too bad Joe Rogan keeps winning. We love well, it. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think Joe needs to win anything. Anymore. No, Joe doesn't Whatever need to win anything. Joe, Joe wins yeah. every fucking day, man. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, I, I probably, you know, I didn't have this on my on my topics tonight, but something happened to me today, and then my one of my buddies says, "Lou, you gotta make, you gotta talk to to about it tonight." Something happened to me today. I don't know why. I fucking rattled my chains, man. Okay, so this goes with what I always say that. I don't know if you guys how you feel about this. Everybody has a problem today. 
Everybody has a problem with everything today. So everyone that knows me, you guys don't know me. I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. I hey. love Phil Collins. Okay. All right. How can so, feel it? There you go. Coming <laughs> in the air. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get carried away. So I just shared an article that Phil Collins, basically uh, his lawyers, his law team, sent a letter to um, to Trump uh, administration saying, please cease and desist uh, using in the air tonight at your rallies. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to be associated with him. And that's it. Now, if anybody, first of all, of course, as an artist. I, I think the village people did that too because he's been playing YMCA yeah, too. And quite a few. Rihanna. Uh, quite a few, actually. No, it's true. Uh, John, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. It, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, so if anyone knows, and and I know pretty much everything about Phil Collins. Okay, I, I could say I'm an expert. I know that Phil Collins is not political in any way, shape, or form. All right, he's the least political person I've ever known. He goes about he goes about his business, and that's it. Okay. If he has made a decision that he doesn't want his 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 image to be tainted, it's his decision. It's his song. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're on same. So all I do is I literally share the article and I say, that's my boy, Phil. That's all I said. Yeah. How this became a shit storm is beyond me. So I'm going to put you into context. Some <laughs> Steve is already laughing. Some of the comments I said, oh, well, just another a politically corrupt uh, 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 Hollywood or something star. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, he's British. First of all, he's British. Number one. <laughs> if anything, he's more Canadian than British uh, than 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 American. Number two, no Canadian, by the way, could even be anti-Trump because it doesn't even fucking matter. You can't vote for him. Number three, who? How did Trump come into the fact or in this discussion that 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 I'm sharing a thing that he has as an artist is protecting his 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 copyright, but yet they turned it into political thing. So my point today is, is, is and I just want to, where are we going, guys? Where the fuck, where are we going? Where are we going? How? When you could change my anger, my love of Phil Collins and Genesis into what I became today. Honestly, when I came out to the podcast today, I was pissed off because of this. So, so I have a question for you before yeah. we answer that. Go ahead. Um, have, you, have you seen Genesis or Phil Collins live? Numerous times. Have you seen Phil Collins the last time you came here? I didn't, and it probably would have broken my heart. Oh, to see him like that, right? Yes, it does, because I see it on video, and it breaks my heart. My sisters Steve and were, I there. were there. Steve um, and I were there. I couldn't because I was in Florida. But now, okay, since the, <laughs> since they, 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 they announced the, the reunion, then I'm yeah. definitely going to see them because I just want to see them. It's most likely going to be the last time. But, yeah. no, I didn't see it. Yeah. So, so Steve and I went to that show, which is a fun. It was a fun show, regardless that he can't play drums or or walk for that matter, which is very weird because he's like younger than my dad. But I know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and I've also seen Genesis, uh, luckily enough, uh, at the Olympic okay. Stadium last and the Turn On Again tour. I was there. Yeah, you were there. I think I saw you with forty five thousand people. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so why do you think people like just want to shit on everything? Chani, uh, I, I don't, I, I'm trying, listen, I've been, since I've been starting this, okay, and I was vlogging before, I'm, the, the, I understand, listen, I understand the world has changed, okay, and I'm just yeah. using this, this little story that came, that now just erupted me now, into, yeah. the world has changed, I understand, 
but where the fuck are we going? Where are we going as 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 a, as a country, as a population, as a society? When you have a problem with me saying that I'm just sticking up to my artist, protecting his thing, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, and I wish somebody would give me the answers. And and I also want to know when things going to go back to normal. And I'm not even talking in the context of COVID here. I'm talking just about normal, just normality, yeah. normality, common fucking sense in general. In general, yeah. could some, Steve you guys wants to talk. I know he wants to talk. Steve wants yeah. to talk. Steve, I, I think I'm gonna like this call. Okay, so he, your answer is why? Why did that happen? It's because we live in post-truth. So that means facts and truth mean zero. Opinions are what counts. So if your opinion goes against what another opinion's person is, that means that's like saying, "Oh, what you're saying isn't true. You're a liar. You're calling me a liar. Uh, you're attacking me personally because now you're uh, you're trying to say that I don't know what I'm talking about. This and that." Facts have no more place in this world. And when are we going to go back to normal? We never will. Because when you when you call into question what's true, what's reality or not, and there, there is no going back. You created two worlds now, and you can't put them back together. Okay, guys. Yeah. By the it, way. It's uh, weak, but, uh, you know. Guys, by the way, you can't, you can't lose Steve on your show. Because that was, no, that was just that no was fantastic. Way. You There's know, no way because Steve is the most cultured person that I yes. have ever met in my life. Yes, and and Steve, Steve, Steve is very quiet. But when Steve has to say something, you better go fuck yourself. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I'm, already, and I'm, I'm already seeing us post COVID having a nice drink and talking about numerous things. Uh, but oh uh, Jesus Christ! So, can I, say so that? I don't know. Yeah, you the, can say whatever you want. The the way the way um, I I have the I heard. Um, Andrew Schultz, comedian. Uh, I, Andrew Schultz. I, I, I feel like the way he put it was was the best way. Like you were saying, like the whole thing about Trump playing these things and people not wanting to be attached uh, to a Trump campaign. Or if you support Biden, you're anti this, and if you support Trump, you're anti this. And if you hate uh, Muslims, and if you listen. The whole, I feel like the whole thing, it's all, and he said it best, it's, it comes down to clout. It comes down mm. to that, that factor that gets people, you speak someone's language, you can attract them to believe what you say, regardless of whether it's science, regardless of whether it's fact, or if it's just your opinion. Absolutely what Steve said is, is, is correct, is uh, if, if I'm giving you my opinion, whether it's based in fact, whether it's like, look, when was the last time you heard fake news? Like before the 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 last four years, nobody yeah. ever mentioned fake yeah. news. Nobody ever mentioned anything that had to do with facts and opinions and those things having a gray area where you can say something as your opinion and people take it as a fact. Absolutely, and I I think it, it goes with. Uh, people today, you know what they say, the mom mentality, right? So let's say if you're downtown and there's a riot breaks out, you have no idea why it's breaking out. Yeah. But just the sheer act of seeing it, then you're yeah. gonna you're gonna contribute and you're you gonna pick a side. And, pick and a the side. other the other thing is is that how can you if you know the world isn't black and white? No, the world is is gray zones. It's all it's it's literally like millions of shades of gray. Yeah, you know what I mean. And or fifty to, shades to, of gray. Well, <laughs> I don't know we're getting that right person. <laughs> but but like if you if you're if you're saying that, uh, uh, oh I w let's say me personally, okay, I 
I'm, I'm going to say it. If people want to say whatever the fuck they want to say, say whatever. I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm not a fan of the majority of his views. I think that, okay, fine. He wants he relies on the economy. Fine. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Just because I agree with one thing doesn't mean I agree with the rest of it. Thank you. There's you got to tell yourself that there's you can't you on 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 issues that are so big and cover so much space. You can't pick a side based on I like two things from here. Oh, so you're on that side? No. There's middle ground on everything. There's 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 multiple ways of seeing everything, and the fact that it divides people into two groups is probably the reason why we are look at look at just with covid it's either you're following the rules or you're not yeah you know what i mean yeah, there's absolutely. and and then i've been hearing the whole thing where they wanted to open up gyms people have been telling me for the past i'm me i'm gonna go to the gym if they open up the gym i'm gonna go but you're gonna get a ticket yeah but i'm not gonna pay it but you have to pay the ticket well yeah. fuck they shouldn't be keeping the gym school but it's the rules what do you what do you you know like there's some stuff that you can't argue but there's some stuff that you could argue and people have to pick and choose their battles and they have to be well versed in like whatever subject it is get your information get some facts and stop listening to fucking people that you have at work telling you oh me i heard this about this and did you hear about what they want it's it's all it's all this clout going around yeah but unfortunately tom that's that's the way of the world now right my my brother my sister my dog's uh my dog's nanny told me this, uh, and he's an astrophysicist because he went to University of YouTube. That's that you know, like, come on, man, guys. I get sent conspiracy theory things. Since when is everything a fucking conspiracy theory? Everything. Everything you do. Don't don't drink milk. There's don't don't get 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 this because they're injecting you with this. Don't get that. Stop eating your fucking McDonald's. It's bad for you. That's a fact. You're still ordering your Big Mac. Thank you very much. Oh, I love chicken nuggets. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah. just to say that. But but guys, listen. And it's great. That you, and thank you for saying that, Tom. It's the same thing. But listen, vaccine that have been saving the world population for 300-something years, odd years, okay? Now there's a problem with vaccines. Now. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to harp on this again. but it just Now because they have the technology to inject you with something that's going to track you. How about you put your fucking phone away? And it goes, it goes with, this is the world we live in. And it all stems from that. Just if you could have a problem with me posting a Phil Collins protecting his copyright, then yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. When you really think of it, it really bothered me so much today. I don't know, because then it, it brings me off into other tangents and, 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 you know, and conspiracy theorists and you right you people say you can't right. No one, no one has a right to say anything. And let me deep, platform people well you know what guys if everyone knows who alex jones is he's a huge conspiracy theorist okay he was deplatformed everywhere guys you know what we laugh because he's a fucking lunatic he is right okay <laughs> it's but like jesse ventura yeah but you know what? Oh, he's a lot of his see? shit that he's been he saying for decades has come true it's the truth and it goes back to what you were saying tom is that if I agree with Tom, uh, with Alex Jones for one or two things that he says, does that make me a fucking retard or, or, or crazy? Is it, Look is at what happened with Edward Snowden. How are we? How has this guy not become a king of a country? The guy, the guy, literally said, "The look, I have proof that the government is listening in on every single thing you do, yeah. everything." And what did they do? They fucking they want they want to murder him. They want to kill him. The guy's in hiding somewhere. You know what I mean? Like what 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 is going on? 
I don't know. I don't know. And uh, I just, I feel so compelled to speak with every all my guests just about this subject, just because I, I it's like therapy for me. I need to Look, know what's going on. I people want to leave the fucking planet. They want to go to Mars. They want to go to Mars. They want to get off Earth. How fucked up is that? You know, Fix what you got here. You know? The moon now. Water on the moon. People, you know, okay, fine. I get the people. We've never been to the moon. We've never been to the moon. We've never been to the moon. Never. You haven't been to the moon. <laughs> you think that's you think that's when conspiracy theory started? Because they're like, oh, yeah, we put Neil Armstrong on the moon. No, no. There, there's no man on the fucking Conspiracy moon. theories probably started the first guy to drink milk and said it was milk. You know what I mean? No, that's not milk. Johnny, what are you I'm, talking about? I, I have a thing dangling. It's not milk when it comes out. Yo, like... You know, it's 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 there. You can literally make a conspiracy theory about anything you want. They that's so true. And they first of all, they didn't go to the moon because that was all it was Hollywood. <laughs> you know, it's good CGI. <laughs> yeah, back then, yeah. Right. 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 the CGI in the 90s, <laughs> Oh my god, it's so terrible. Steve, like, you know what? Just to say, I just want to say you really fucking depressed me with your answer. <laughs> but he's absolutely right. <laughs> yes, he is. He's absolutely right. Guys, Kanye West was gonna run for fucking president. Okay, I have I have I have, I have a I have a thing to say about that. Uh, go ahead. So you you with your okay Tom you can stress you can de-stress you can de-stress I'm sorry back. I'm sorry I got, we got I'm gonna show off my housefly hum shirt like like <laughs> so 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 that kind of like your uh, your Phil Collins um, situation today if I by any means say that I enjoy Kanye West's music I'm sick what because, yeah. Kanye, because Kanye West is sick right you're like how do you like Kanye, which personally, and I'm saying it here on the Agree to Disagree podcast, and you can all agree to disagree. I don't give a fuck. All right? (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West West is a musical genius for what he does musically. Absolutely. Okay. Johnny, let me just interject a second. Yeah. I I think that uh, my Dark Twisted Fantasy was one of the best albums Ever best albums okay, and I was also probably his uh, the uh, the you know one of his the last albums he made that was good okay yes. granted yes but I, but as when he puts out music I'm still like holy shit I need to go listen to Kanye West because you know whatever like yeah you want to put out a gospel album and not swear anymore that's your fucking problem but your music is not good so he found God he found God that's your problem but you also found a Kardashian so uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> You so, know, the guy, literally the two richest people in Hollywood or, you know, and the guys, you know, manages to have the goal to say that, you know, slavery was a choice. But what the fuck are you? But you see, just because I listen to Kanye West, everyone's like, oh, you think like him. No, no, exactly. There's a separation in things. That, that's a good, guys, you know, many, that's a great point you said, Johnny. How many actors are complete assholes? Okay, or sorry, I don't want to distinguish the the, the women. No, no, let's be called actors also. That's fine. Okay, but actors that are are full of shit, if you would know them personally, but are amazing actors. So what, you like this person, that makes Johnny a piece of shit too, because he acts as actor and he's a piece of shit? I mean, I don't in general, but I mean, yeah, I see what you mean. Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson says what he says about Jews when he gets pulled over. Guy knows how to make a fucking movie. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. How many? Okay, of those... I don't have to like him as a person, but I can appreciate the work. 
Yeah. Thank you very much. 100%. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm sure, I'm sure not all that. Maybe, maybe Picasso slapped out a couple of women in his life. People are still paying millions of dollars for his paintings. Well, who knows? God knows. We wouldn't fucking life. know. You know why we wouldn't know? Because we don't have social media. Because no, we don't no. have a platform where people could, could go and, and, you know, how can you fact check anything anymore? But let me, you know what? I just had a thought. Imagine if social media existed back in the day. Would we, we have, have 25 had, civil wars. Would we, well, yes. And, and would we have had the geniuses that we have today? Or, like, or sorry, that we had. Who are, you, who are you referring to as genius? No, no. I'm talking about would we have had the Picassos? Would we have had the oh. Da Vinci's, the, the Michelangelo's, the people I, that are, you know? Steve. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, uh, I don't think so because basically, look, social media is monitoring. So you're always under the microscope. You're always actually even doing it to yourself. You're the one showing where you are all the time, what you're doing, this and that. Uh, and I think a natural progression to that is at some point it just becomes constant monitoring, which allows other people to, like, say, a government, for example, if you're always monitoring yourself, you're more inclined to let them do it. And then it, it'll snowball. And from going from back then, especially considering uh, how they weren't fans of democracy, you had kings and everything, especially mm. back then. So it turned into a big monitoring service where everyone's too afraid to do something because. Uh, it could be the wrong thing, and then someone's going to see it, and they're, the next thing they know, they're burning alive on a stick in front of the town. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Just that's That was really well put. And just to go back to the Edward Snowden thing, I'm not sure if you guys are aware that he refuses to ask for a pardon because um, he can't ask uh, Trump for a pardon. He refuses because he says, before I came along, there were um, – trailblazers in terms of whistleblowers that deserve to be pardoned before I do. Could you imagine the, the testicular fortitude on this guy? Yeah. Insane. And Insane. I, I just want to uh, just kind of even uh, put something out more on Edward Snowden. He didn't just find that they were spying on, on Americans. They were spying on everybody. Everybody. They, they had the, the prime minister, uh, the chancellor of Germany's phone tapped. They were listening to her calls. They are listening yeah. To Canadians, they listen to Germans, yeah. they listen to British people, they listen to everybody. You know, people people are worried about people are worried about like, oh, I understand that it's a local issue and whatever the hell. If you're worried about bike paths or if you're worried about, you know, <laughs> th this this fare going up or what the hell is going on with you know interest rates, and I understand that, guys. You guys are buying smartwatches. We're buying alarms in our house, smart stuff. We're buying all that that's connected to a phone that's literally just monitoring us. And it's yeah. sad because you can't let it go. Look, we're in front of a laptop right now. We're talking about this. There's somebody in the FBI that's like, oh, guys, you know, look, they're talking about conspiracy theories again. What are you going to do? Oh, just put them in the other bunch where we're going to send a wet work crew to get rid of them. So if any of us die tomorrow from a strange fucking – from a, in a strange way – know that it was because we were listened to not maybe by all these viewers maybe some of them are secret agents you don't know you never, never know, know. trust anymore you never know man you never, you never know who's listening I, in i think robert from bongiorno is a, is a secret agent personally robert from bongiorno <laughs> yeah okay. you know what i'm gonna go have a coffee tomorrow and i'm gonna tell him dario vitali says governments have been listening to phone lines with uh when needed way before cell phones just like internet connection itself existed for military before the average joe was allowed no doubt. Uh, 
No doubt. No doubt. Just you like know what the best moment. times were? The best times were when you had to fucking dial up your internet and you couldn't be on the internet and on the phone at the same time. <laughs> because then you knew that nobody could be fucking monitoring what you were doing because nobody had the ability to do that. And that was the time. 1994 was, we'll never get that year back. Tom, you know what made me think? You know, this is one of the best fucking, it was a Lethal Weapon 1. When you were oh. speaking of Mel Gibson, when he had to call, he had to call it, and, and he had uh, Joe Pesci, he's, he's just doing it slowly. He goes, would you just fucking hurry up and dial the phone up? Yeah, and you know, and it, you know, I, I watched the video. I watched the video the, the other day of people trying to use a rotary phone. How funny is that? Oh, Nobody knows how to use a rotary phone. You remember? You know you can't. You can't even use a touch tone menu with a rotary phone. Dial one to you do it. It's not touch tone. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. My grandma still uses it, so I don't know. Yeah. My my good friend Joe Betivenia says there are no more geniuses nowadays. A millionaire is a genius. The more money he has, the more people idolize oh, him. Oh, that's another thing, guys. The motivational speakers. Like, like we're done with it. I love you, Gary V. I love you, Tony Robbins. I love you, all these people. But it's fucking enough. What you yeah. want motivation? You want motivation? All of our, all of our uh, family members at some point got on a fucking boat, got went to a country where they didn't speak the language, they didn't know anything. They came here. They bought a fucking house. They managed to get you into school. They managed to build a huge family. And they died. And nobody celebrates them. Everybody celebrates the, the guy that goes on Instagram and is able to transform your body and make you lose five pounds with his fucking, with his fucking green energy shakes that are made from the fucking the, the, the sand off slaves' backs in fucking Yemen. And he has 74 million viewers and he's able to shoot a bottle rocket out of his ass into a frog. And everybody's like, wow, this guy's that's fucking impressive. My grandfather used to sit down in a day with no with just his eyes and a piece of chalk and make a suit. Oh shit, man. I knew that I was gonna be a good show. I just dropped it. And we're just getting started. Guys, nobody everybody, everybody likes the clout. Nobody gives a shit about what you do. The second you're trying to sell something, the second there's you, you know you can increase you can increase the amount of people on this podcast or, or that that listen to you if you give a fucking twenty five percent rebate for something anything doesn't even have to be anything good no, 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 twenty five just give away free sushi bro yeah give away give away free whatever doesn't even have to be good sushi it could be made on melamine nobody gives a shit. <laughs> There's so much anger. There's so much anger inside me right now because of this stupid shit. Okay, Tom, this you're gonna love this story. Okay, my best friend is a chef, just like you. Okay, so just real quick, when he he was working in Florida, the head chef of Embassy Plaza. Okay, okay, is my best friend. Uh, when he was working in Florida, it wasn't him. They had an initiation. Okay, so there was. Uh, <laughs> For new employees, so basically they, they they he he somebody prepared a lasagna for one of the one of the um, uh, staff members, mm -hmm. and it was prepared like lasagna, but instead of pasta, put in the oven and everything, it was cardboard, and he oh, he prepared it beautifully. And the guy ate it all. <laughs> he goes, oh, we bien, right? Because they were all Spanish, right? All the guys that worked in the valet or whatever. Yeah. Imagine, imagine you don't even know what you're fucking consuming and it's good. Oh, shit.
it's it's a it's a dopamine hit in your brain. That's all it is. I still it's, hear that story. That's it's and it's and it revolves around what we're all doing. You know, we try and build our podcast. We try you're trying to build your podcast. We all try yeah. and build a following. At the end of the day, it depends on the content. You know, if you want to have, you see, like we're having a great conversation right now. Yes. Maybe people like it. Maybe people don't like it. If you don't like it, chime in. Don't tell us to go fuck. If you want us to go fuck ourselves, tell us to go fuck ourselves. I'm not gonna go fuck myself, but well, you know, tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, you have a you have a voice. Use your voice. No problem. Don't get mad if we don't like sit you down and 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 ah, uh, you know your your opinion matters because at the end of the day, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. No, what doesn't. matters is what you can prove. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, listen, we we have a few people laughing. Demo's laughing his head off. Demo Padula. Uh, he says everyone's an influencer. I'm gonna now. have to take my blood pressure after this. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I, I didn't mean to upset you tonight. I didn't think I, I was gonna turn on my disc. Maybe it's because I'm down half a bottle of fucking I like whiskey. It. I like it because you know what? I'm, I'm down half a bottle of wine. So I don't know. There you go. You're looking a bit red. You, you want to know why, Tom? It's okay because all my buddy says. You know, we 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 appreciate the angry Lou more. <laughs> When I get, when I go off on my rant, so but that's what I, it is because it's coming from a place that's fire, you know. Like, it's absolutely true. And uh, my Joe Joe uh, Joe Betanian, a good friend of mine, says exactly. Tom, those are were our heroes. They are my dad is my hero. That's for sure. So when I hear those stories, exactly like you said, Tom, uh, you know, he tells me stories of, of of. I remember when he was he was uh, we were celebrating my son's ninth birthday. And I saw my my dad. He was just sitting there, and he was emotional, whatever. And I go, you know, what's wrong?" He's like, "I can't believe." He goes, "Can you believe at your son's age that I was pulled out of school to work on the farmlands in 60, 70 degree, sorry, forty degree weather in in Sicily? Pulled out of. Can you imagine pulling that shit today, guys? Just to make not even make money, basically, just to make food for the family to be pulled out of school, elementary school, to go work the land." At nine years old in 40 degree heat, and I've been in that Sicilian heat, okay, guys. C'est pas facile, okay. We, we, we can't even wear a mask, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you you. want to know? You want to know? I work in an operating room, it's six years I wear a mask every single day. Imagine if you yeah. were going to get operated, and I'm like this. I'm open like this, and I'm fucking, I'm spitting my shit into your, your laparoscopy that's going on. Yeah. You know, your intestines are full of Tom all of a sudden. Yeah, and you get a call by John, and you're spitting everywhere, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, eh, wear a fucking mask. And it's not, it's, not, it's not just that. I mean, I understand a lot of people are saying the mask is a political statement. Fine. Maybe if you have Trump 2020 written on your mask, yeah, it becomes a political statement. Mindset's not media. Yeah, Arsus not media. Is that a political statement? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're wearing a mask. I want I don't want to sneeze in your face. I don't want you to sneeze in my face. I don't want to fucking die from this thing. Even it okay, it doesn't kill everybody. It doesn't kill everybody. It doesn't matter. It's not it's not about me. It's about everybody else. And well, there's not enough people that care about other people. Everybody just cares about themselves. That's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Is is I believe, and I'm not talking about some fucking kumbaya, let's sit around a fire and roast marshmallows and sing yeah. kumbaya, and we all love each other. But you know what, guys? If I'm also down for a kumbaya. Oh, uh, me too. I'm I'm down for that. And like cigar <laughs> and, and, and a scotch. <laughs> <and> a <cigarette. laughs> what I'm saying is that if people care just a little bit more about you know love thy neighbor. And take care of other people besides your own. 
I think just a little bit, I'm not even talking about, you know, being best friends, but if you actually cared just a little bit more, how much better this world would be and how much easier it would be to, to get through pandemics that we've never been through in a hundred years now. Mm. Um, so listen, uh, Demo Padala says, best one yet. We all uh, need more of this and less of the nonsense of people trying to impress social media strangers. That's awesome. Follow um, media. And follow Snob Media. That's everybody that follows Snob Media gets an empanada in the mail. <laughs> uh, true. Spend as much time as possible with your parents before God's calling. Absolutely, Dario. He's a That's regular right. uh, listener and watcher of the show. My dad came here in 1957. There was no Anthony Robbins. Hunger was the motivator. Fuck, that's so good, yeah, Joe. Strong one, too. That is a very strong one. You know very, what, very strong. You know Tom said, fuck the motivational speakers, which now there's way too many of them. But, yeah. But Back my, then, they were the OGs. My, my dad and my stepmom, my stepmom's Nancy, so my dad and my stepmom uh, sent me and my ex-girlfriend at the time uh, to Tony Robbins in Florida. Well, not at the time. She wasn't your ex dad. I'm but... sorry. My girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an interesting trip. <laughs> and and that and that um, I talk. I'm open about it now because yeah. you know, whatever. But like, I went to that three day seminar, uh, literally like twelve to fourteen hours a day. And I came out of there and I had a notebook full of things that I had realized during that three days. And it all came down to the fact that I was with the wrong person. <laughs> it was staring you right in the face. No, but I'm not, it's not to make, it's not to like make you guys like laugh. Yeah. It's funny when I say it like that, because yeah. that's the way I used to say it, but yeah. But reading all this and like we're exchanging notes in the hotel room, like, so what did you get today? And she's telling me all about like, oh, you know, financially free, financially free. Blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I need to be more happy. control. How is this not a bit? And then, you know, I come back home. And just so you know, I walked on fire at Anthony Robbins. So you have to walk the fire walk. With so, the, the, the coal, right? The, the hot yeah, coals? And they're no like 2,000 degrees. Yeah. Did it burn? Uh, I burnt like a bit of, of my of my, my sole of my foot. But besides that, it was it was like another experience. Like okay. you have to say a mantra and you walk the, the, Interesting. the, coal, okay. the fire walk. And, uh, and, then, <laughs> and then like two, month, two or three months later, uh, I'm I'm moving out of my mom's uh, house and I'm moving in by myself. I'm 24 at the time. I move in by myself. Steve was there, yeah. and, uh, and that's the same year I met Tom, actually. Yeah. And uh, happy friend anniversary, buddy. Happy friend anniversary. <laughs> it's so cute. And literally a week after I move in, I I look at my uh, girlfriend at the time and I say, "This isn't working." Uh, <laughs> and then I'm the asshole. And, and uh, you know, but, like, it's just to say, like, the more... It helped, it helped you realize that. It doesn't work for everybody, but there's definitely one thing that that you grasp from those things, that especially if you go. If you watch it on YouTube, fuck that. You don't learn anything. Yeah. But if you're there in person, you can learn something. And, uh, and for me, you know, I learned a lot of things about myself. But also the fact that I wasn't happy in a relationship that I was in for six years, okay, and like, and I just came back, and then it's like, oh, you're a piece of shit, you're an asshole, and I'm just like, you should see my Anthony Robbins notes, fuck. 
You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the piece of shit. You're the ass. So the I'm moral nice of, right now. So the moral of the story is, pay I don't know how many thousands of dollars. Get I don't even want to know. Go see Anthony Robbins and his cult. And then he'll tell you whether or not you're going to figure out which you, sh you should stay this the rest of your life with this woman. Yeah, but you know, you, I, I, I'm going to agree to to disagree with you because it's <laughs> you know you know what it is. I, I, sorry, you no, know sorry. I, I'm going to just say that like the uh, the the there's some moments in that conference that are so emotionally grounding that you feel like you're having an out of body experience. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, you know what I think the whole thing with the the motivational speaking is is that if you're listening to it for the right reasons, if you want to become a better person, fine. You guys remember? I don't know if anybody's seen this. Maybe like two, three, four years ago. I'm not sure the time frame. YouTube. All of a sudden, every video that you clicked on, the ad was Ty, Ty Lopez. Oh. You guys remember that guy? Guys, I. It was with the phone. He was like this with the phone. Guys, I just want to show this is my book collection. Oh, I read yeah, a yeah. book a day. I read a book a day. This is my Ferrari. Why the fuck are you showing me your Ferrari? Why the f you yeah. a book a day? A book a day. The Americans you're appealing to work three jobs. Nobody's got five hours to read a fucking book. Everybody's trying to make food, make money for food. You know what I mean? Like it's what are you what are you trying? You try, it's 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 the whole it's the look of it. If you're going after motivational speaking for the look, one thing. If you're going there because you want to come out, you're worried about your business. What should I make the leap into this? Should I? Should, my my parents are telling me I know I'm only 16 and they want me to go to university, but I have a dream of fucking making my own sneakers that actually go on your head. <laughs> and the guy's telling you, fuck what your parents say. Nobody's gonna buy sneakers that go in your head. Go to fucking school. <laughs> if, listen, if I've ever seen a, 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 a oily car salesman that I wanted to punch in the throat, this is the guy. Tom, I understand you. I wanted to, literally time every time it would pop up, and it's still sometimes it comes up as a pop up and or on Facebook. On he's, he's everywhere. Yeah. Little fuck. Did you ever click on? Did you ever click on it and actually go to his website and oh, watch yeah, the twenty four minute video? Oh, that's yeah, loot. My three steps are super easy, and if you come, the first step, which I will tell you about in twenty seven minutes, yo. Watch these four ads. Watch these four ads. Yeah, watch these four ads. Yeah, and, and uh, um, uh, just you know, just a, a quick payment of a thousand dollars, and we'll, we'll we'll show you. We'll show you. Uh, the and it's nothing. Here. It's nothing you haven't heard. You want to do something? Go fucking do it. Yeah. You want to take the risk? If it's worth you taking the risk, take the fucking risk. Yeah. We're taking because... a risk with this podcast. You're taking a risk with this podcast. Yeah. Talking to us. Maybe we're actually bad for you. Maybe what we said, people are going to be like, oh, fuck Louie, man. That guy, look at look at the idiots that he's with. Look Not at, at Tom. He's super bald. We don't want to fucking hang out with them. Not at all, Tom. I look at it another way. I, I mean, you, uh, the four of us, have decided to put ourselves out there, right? So exactly. automatically, we put ourselves out there. Steve you, is you. always out there. Yeah. <laughs> Steve <laughs> is what, out there. What, what I'm saying <laughs> is that we put ourselves out there for ridicule. And and whether what you choose to do with that ridicule or comments, whether it be negative or more the negative, if it, if there is some, that's you know that's up to because if you if you listen to everybody, you never do anything, right? Exactly. You never yeah. you never gonna do anything, guys. I wanted to I wanted to run another uh, 
one last topic. Besides... Let's do it. I'm so fucking ready. I'm I know. a bottle of wine. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one, this one is really, and I'm sure it's gonna get you guys going too. Okay. Um, uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> Look, Steve's uh, getting ready. Steve's uh, getting ready. I think you're gonna oh, send oh, some oh, over. Louis, one second. Louis, one second. Steve, yeah. what are you drinking tonight? Oh, I'm uh, drinking what everyone got me at the office. Oh, oh how is it? It's, the gin? it's very yummy. Yes, it's, uh, it's bum. It's honey gin. Honey gin, bumblebee. Ooh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So, mm. It was my birthday oh. last week, and my uh, my colleagues all uh, were nice enough to get me a great bottle. Right. Uh, After we're done with all this, you can call Louis and you can describe it to him. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to make him want it. <laughs> Isn't it? Remember, old school. It's so good. It touches your lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The marzipan. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I'm going to try to stay calm. Just, just I need to. Let me set it up for you. Okay. So everyone knows. Yeah. Whoever knows me, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, proponent for for. for our English community. Oh, uh, however, dwindling it is in Quebec. Oh my God. Okay, I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> this one's the best. So, this, and because I, it, normally it's it's beneath me, but I'm going to say this new little fuck face that is the new PQ leader, okay, that I fucking smash him with a baseball bat, okay? Paul St. Pierre Plamondon. First of all, get yourself a new fucking name, okay? Number one. <laughs> Number two, you fucking little miserable shit. Um, so we know where you stand. You know where I stand. I'm going to let you guys go with it. But I'm gonna put you, let me put you into context, okay? This fucking asshole, okay? I wanted to declare, get a load of this, a linguistic emergency in Quebec to block funding for two projects at Dawson College and McGill University. Well, this I didn't hear about. Okay, now I'm, I'm gonna continue. I'm trying to stay calm. <sighs> My yoga. Okay, commercial break. We'll do commercials for you. If you no, want. no. <laughs> I have some fake sponsors if you need. Well, basically, <laughs> uh, the opposition. Basically, it was it was voted down. Okay. Okay. Um, basically, he's saying that if everyone doesn't know that McGill, uh, which by the way again was nominated one of the top universities in the world. Uh, and two, uh, Dawson uh, and McGill are have a huge problem of space. Okay. Okay. When you say space, um, you mean like uh, like students, right? Yes, uh, space. So the 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 the, the Quebec government, uh, for a change, has given uh, the green light for expansion projects for Dawson and, and McGill University. Okay. So this fucking asshole wanted to pass a motion to stop this on linguistic emergency rights. Okay. Uh, he said that the CAC voting against the motion after the minister responsible for the French language, Simon Jalin Barrette, made a big speech about the importance of protecting French is not is not what he would call a glorious moment in politics. Okay, he goes for this day. He knows Jalin Barrette is personally against giving money to Dawson to deal with its space crunch, but that he had been overruled by his cabinet and caucus co colleagues. You will never hear him say he is in favor because he is opposed. So, okay, I'm going to stop reading on this because I'm just going to get more aggravated and my stomach already hurts. Um, so here we have this little this little piece of shit. Okay, if you'd see his face, just Google. It's, 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 you want to smash him, okay? Already, What's his name again? 
it, it's too long. There's about 15 things of it. It sounds why like a metro. It, it sounds like a fucking metro always, station. Why is it always fucking five names for French always. people? Always. Paul Saint Pierre Plamondon. Okay. Oh, uh, that's because there were three divorces in that in but that the, whole the thing. Most to name but you look at him. He looks like he's five years old. Okay. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Here's another one. Let's put another one in the fucking meat grinder. Another PQ leader, you fucking useless party. But anyway, um, so so my point here is here it is already you have a decimated English community, a minority community in Montreal. And here is yet again another one in a shot in the face of all of us in the English community to say, Already, we've how many schools have we given to the French to the French uh, um, school boards, and here it is one of one of the finest institutions, English institutions in Montreal, in considered worldwide, and Dawson College, and he's even trying to pass a law to stop the funding to this school. How disgusting is this? I I, I can't even deal with it. I can't even I, I I can't even bring myself to say to to even sound semi intelligent and coherent. This is how upsetting it is to me. First of Guys, all, can, can you help the, me deal with this? The fact that there are language laws in general doesn't make sense. Thank you. It doesn't make sense. You want to protect your culture? I understand they want to protect their culture. I understand that. It's called bettering yourself. Is it that much fucking worse if you know two languages instead of one? Apparently. Apparently, yeah. Is it that you much know worse? That, you know, it's not like Grenada's glass of citron. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you know, like it doesn't you know, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because it, I understand Quebec has a heritage. I understand that it, 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 you, you they they feel threatened by the English community. You know, if if all the English businesses that decided to make head offices, you know, if what happens if Ubisoft fucks off? What happens if uh, Warner Brother Games uh, fucks off? What happens if all these all these little companies that are English decide to leave and take their business outside of Quebec? You think Quebec business? You think there's enough business, French business in Quebec, to fill up the void of jobs, to fill up the void of the space that's going to be available after that? There's 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 people are investing in the in the in 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 the province. It's it's outside investment. It's worldwide. You can't you can't deal with the U.S. if you speak French. You know what I mean. You can't deal with a lot of countries if you don't speak English. So here's the thing. This is how I've seen it. Right? They've been fighting this ba- uh, this this battle for many years. Uh, they know the inevitable. Right? The hardcore Picus, the old school Picus, the Perlin, know that where they're going, it's it's inevitable. Uh, that it is becoming. Uh, you know, a, a worldwide economy, like you said, and English is still the language. And I understand, and I could relate to the fact that they want to, you know, protect their, their heritage and their culture and their language. However, having these laws and 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 parties doing or trying to run motions like this certainly does not help your cause. Because, you know, Legault said today, and I just saw it, he says, and this guy's we all know he's a separatist. He was he was he was not always with the CAC, obviously. No, exactly. A- a- and he says, listen, guys, no matter what, the dream is over. The Quebecers don't want this anymore. It's over. Let's let's move on. This this fantasia that you have in your heads, it's over. It's over. You lost your opportunities. You have two cracks at it. Yes, a second time was real fucking close, closer for, for my comfort. 
but you lost. It's over. It, but it, it, they bring it up again. Tomorrow's the 25th anniversary, 25 years of the referendum. Okay. Yeah. The, I just saw it on the news mm -hmm. that Parizo's wife was saying that, oh, the speech that he did when, when they asked him, like, are you disappointed in, in what happened? What do you attribute this loss to? C'était le, le vote ethnic. The ethnic um, people, the ethnic people that came here, that ate shit the entire time that they were here, the entire time that they were here, that contributed to society that shut shut up. They, it's not like it's not like now that you know people come, they want they want to be heard. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. People should be heard. Mm. Everybody, nobody should be discriminated against. But they were heavily discriminated against before. Yes. They used to get beatings in the streets for being Italian, for being Polish, for being whatever they were. Yeah, you know, and 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 to cut and you know they it say Shenou first of all. I don't know if any of these French people have been to a history class in their life, but they are descendants of prisoners and whores from France. I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody has told them. There was a ship. There was a ship, just like just like what Castro did in Cuba when they opened the fucking borders that he emptied his jails. That's exactly what happened to France. Okay? They yeah. came here, they settled, they did their fucking around for, for a couple of months, probably a couple of years, because it wasn't it wasn't a quick thing. They started to build up, and then it's like, it's not you, it's she every fucking... First of all, the fact that they treat A, the native, so badly. Yes, yes, thank you. You know what I mean? The fact that they treat, treat the native so badly, you keep them on reserves, and you keep... Let them roam free, let them not... They shouldn't have to pay taxes, yeah. you know? I talk, let them I talk, do what they... I let them do what they want to do. Yesterday, yeah. But it's what? like, what are you... What are you... What the fuck are you smoking that you think <laughs> that you run the show... When you got invited to the show not so long ago, in the grand scheme of things. Well, uh, Steve, I think you want to chime in. Steve, yeah, that's what talk. Yeah. It, to be honest, it's it's simple. It's showmanship from them. They they run on a they've always run on a policy of hate. Uh, it attracts the people who are hateful to to them. That's kind of to a certain degree, uh, kind of people who have voted for them in the past. And even if they got, let's say they got what they wanted, let's say they kicked every English-speaking person out of Quebec, mm -hmm. the first thing they're going to do is going to turn on French speakers who don't look like them. So it's not about English, it's not about French, it's about, it's about hate politics. And if it's, not, uh, if it's not us, people who speak English, they're going to move on to the next person. That's what it is. It's a, well, it's a policy of hate. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what the ironic part is here is that they're making their own bed and they're going to end up sleeping in it. And what I mean by that is, fine, you look at all the immigrants that are coming in now just because they speak from, from, from predominantly French countries. Fine. Do you think that these immigrants, and I'm not, whether they be African, whether they be Middle Eastern, um, or you think they're going to have the Quebec culture tattooed on their arm? What do you think is going to happen just because they speak French and they're going to continue on because the Quebecers are not having enough kids? What do you think is going to happen one, two, three more generations of this type but, of immigration? That's what they're worried about. They're going to get overrun. No, you know, but, you know but it's inevitable. It, it, you know what? Even be, beyond that, look, uh, it's the same thing that happens when we came here. We came. Uh, they, they told everyone to come. You get here. They, don't, they tell you they don't like you anymore. So what do you do? You stay away from them. You stay away with either people from your community or other immigrants, and you're in this world apart because these people, they look, a lot of them will look down on you. 
Like you came in there for the life. You then there, oh, I speak French. Everyone's going to be, we're all going to talk together, this and that. And it's just like when we came here, they, they get a lot, get discriminated against. They get looked down on. And how could they adapt? To, how could they integrate into a culture that, that hates them? Yeah. yeah. Very well said. Yeah. But they like, they don't mind taking from other cultures what they like. You know what I mean? When if it suits if it oh. suits their 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 uh, their needs, just like look, they they hated the majority of immigrants that came in this in the fifties and sixties. You go to a, a Quebecois guy today. I, I I made a call to get internet today to to, to change an internet plan. And they like, oh, oh you're Italian, yeah. Oh, I love Italians. Yeah, you love Italians. What about your dad? Does your dad love Italians? That probably didn't like Italian. He was he was probably not a big fan of Italians. Just like the same way that people hate people are Islamophobic. People are, you know, they okay. People hate hate Islamic people, and then all of a sudden you hear them say stuff like oh, uh, they they include words from their culture like oh c'est la hesse, la hesse, c'est haram. You know how many French people I say oh yeah ça non je peux pas toucher ça c'est haram while they're eating their fucking hot dog. What what are you using words from other cultures if you fucking and then you look and oh why is this fucking guy with his dress over here? And then, then yeah, and then you be the first to 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 shit on them. Yeah. Well, and and Steve's right. It's based on hate. It is based on hate. Absolutely. You know, and I've never I've never asked this this uh, this question, but do you guys see a day? I don't think it's too far fetched when I'm asking you. Do you see a day that there will be no English community anymore in Quebec? No. No. Because uh, no. internationally, uh, anywhere in the world has no chance at that. Because look, uh, every the kind of world has chosen English as a common language between people. I used to work in a bank when we were talking to people from other banks, like affiliates we would have overseas. If I was calling, no matter what country, everyone communicated in English. Yeah. And you if know, you go, look at big international uh, places, even if they're in other countries, let's say you have a country out in Germany or whatever, and they have an international, it's an international company, they have work everywhere, everyone's going to speak English there. Well, that's, that's, the, that's just how it is. That's, that, that's just how it is because... Yeah, their education system is set up a lot differently, right? They learn automatically their native language, then they learn English, and they learn Spanish, and they learn Italian, and they learn German. Yeah, but why would you not like it? You I don't know. know why would you I not like English? Why would know. you not? Do you feel comfortable? Imagine if you traveled to a country, if, if, you, were, if you spoke solely <coughs> French, and you would travel to a country, and... Nobody understands what the fuck you're talking about, and you don't understand anybody else because of your, your ignorance to the language, when all you have to do is learn English, and all of a sudden, like, you, like there's a 50-50 chance of where the hell you go, you're going to be able to communicate. I went to Cuba, and a kid couldn't order water. Water. Didn't want to say water. That's how you say in English. I, I hear you. I have, I have, I have, I have uh, I, I haven't said much about this topic because I like my two other friends here to weigh in because I just <laughs> still spotlight. Um, but uh, my, my niece goes. My niece is seven. She's gonna be seven. She goes to a to a French school, uh, a French private school. She's the only one in her grade, so she's in grade one now, that knows how to speak English. And I tell yeah. you, and I told my sister this the other, uh, maybe a few weeks ago. I said, isn't it weird 
how my niece is in the, the smartest person in the class right now. But everyone else in that class is struggling to learn English because their parents didn't learn English. Mm-hmm. But we, as Anglophones, had to learn French and we speak French fluently. Where, where the fuck is the... Well, listen, you know? my, my take on that has always been simple. It's just, it's it's disguising disguising political um dreams of all these pickets of having their own other uh, having their own country and being able to say that i want to be the first uh, premier to to do so um and they disguise it by basically what they do is they they, they keep their population dumb johnny to answer their question for all intents and purposes they do because what you do is if you if you consistently feed this and you shove this down their throat they're not going to go learn in english then they're not going to be able to say then it's going to just take one person he goes you know what we are better off maybe when i'd like to go visit another country and i want to understand and speak english um then you're going to then you're going to have a population that's going to start asking questions saying okay now why the hell can i not choose what language my kid is being educated in but it all it all comes down to the point that do you want your popu- do you want a population that grows more intelligent that is less controllable by like the cac no they they don't they you don't, don't an inf- don't. an informed intelligent population is dangerous to them because then they can call you out on stuff they can say wait this doesn't make sense wait why are you doing this instead of just being complacent and saying like oh yeah I, listen, yeah. I, I've spoken to a lot of parents, uh, francophone clients and friends, and, um, and tell me, you know, Luigi, why do you have the right to choose where your kid goes to? And I turn to them and my answer is, I agree with you. You should have every right to choose. Absolutely. If you want to yeah. send your kid to English, to English school, you have every right. And it's unfortunate for you because why do I have to be, have to be forced to, to I want my kid to learn English and he has to learn by watching TV or whatever because my English sucks, right? So as a parent, I can't even teach him, right? Yeah. And and looking at it, when, and it really made me realize when I saw that and I'm like, you know what, fuck? Yeah, I, I kind of do feel bad for you. Well, that you as a parent, I have two kids and someone could tell me what I can or cannot do, what school my kid could go to. And luckily I went to English school and, and so, did his, so did their mother. So they, they have that right to go to English school. But just think of it. Just think of it how ludicrous the whole concept of it is. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting how he asked that because he asked, you know, why do you have the right to, to send them to a different school? The question should have been, why can't I? Why is he not allowed? Yeah. And, and, you know, it goes back to everything. Like, look, I, I like living in Quebec. To be honest, I wouldn't really want to live anywhere else in Canada. I love it here. And I love it for the fact that it's a different culture from the rest. The you know Canada is great, but it's English Canada is, you know, it's rather American for my liking. You know, not to to say. Oh, oh but it is. It is. I like living here for the reasons that everything's in French. I like that it's in French. I like when I go to the states. I'm there and I'm at you know exactly or something. I want like sometimes. How I'm many times there. you go to Plattsburgh and you're in Marshalls and you yeah. hear you hear somebody go hey. Check, check ces souliers-là. Ben voyons donc. Écoute-le. It's like a hug. It's like a warm it hug is. from your culture. It because is. it's a warm thing. But um, but it's nice because it makes you feel like, you know, you come from a special place where you speak both English and French. 
If yeah. we can appreciate the beauty of both English and French, why can't they appreciate not only the beauty of it, but the opportunity that it allows them yeah. to have? They, they complain that you this know. job is only for English people. Learn fucking English. Look, and, and you know, even beyond that, uh, beyond like, uh, oh, it's better to learn something. If you don't want to learn something, I don't, don't yeah. get whatever. Absolutely. But don't get mad. Like don't exactly don't show people let's say I'm, I'm somewhere okay there's two people speaking a language that i don't understand they're not talking to me it's not my fucking business what they're talking in you know but steve yeah. definitely knows what language they're speaking though <laughs> <laughs> i might i might but you know like it's a question of why are you getting mad for things that first of all isn't your business no one's talking if someone's talking to you and you don't understand that i could understand you're frustrated you want to understand them you can't but if first of all no one's talking to you mind your fucking business and second of all, if you don't want to, I don't think you should be penalized. Okay, you don't want to learn English, go in French. I'll speak to you in French. I think everybody's happy. But don't, why do you have to, why does it have to be aggressive? Why does it have to be hateful? Why does it, you have to go against somebody to pro promote something else? You want, you want to promote French. Br bring like French festivals, French movies, bring about French culture to us. Don't shit on everybody else. Yeah. Give us what you're talking about. I want to experience it. Show me. But you see, that's the thing. It it keeps them it keeps them fearful. They're afraid. They're afraid that they're going to lose their culture because they they know that they're at a point. A lot of the people that are afraid of it, it doesn't usually tend to be the. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm that's my opinion. I'm, it's not a fact there, but. Well, a lot of the younger generation of French people speak more English. Yes, you know what I mean. They do. They, it's it's just a thing that I've seen. They speak more yeah. English than the older generation of French well, it's people. It's normal, right? Because with the advent of the internet, so exactly, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. So they're more connected. They see that the majority of the stuff going around revolves around knowing a language outside of. It's also it, it opens you up to the ability to see other ways of thinking. You can. Yeah. Imagine if the only thing you would be able to intake is stuff that's in French, how that limits you to the stuff that you can get from other countries, from other cultures. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It is limiting. Guys, listen, we, and I'm sure we all do. I speak three languages, none of them well, but I speak three languages. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say that, but it's the truth. I do. And you know what? I'm fucking proud of myself that yeah. I speak three languages. Because when I, you know what, when I go abroad and I tell people, or, or just abroad, even going to Ontario. You, well, how do you, well, how do you speak three languages? I'm like, well, guys, it's just that's our life. We, yeah. we have to. I mean, if I want to talk to my parents, I have to speak Italian. Yeah. If I want to speak and work, and I speak French and English. I grew up with English, and I went to English school. So for us, it's nothing. We just turn off a switch, and I think there's a beauty behind that. And I, I don't know why you have to make that a fucking crime. Yeah, and then it's beautiful because then you go and you start you start picking up little things of like Spanish and you start understanding stuff. Like Steve, Steve is probably out of the four people in this in in this chat right now knows the most Spanish, and he's <laughs> able. And I can tell, I can tell when we're when something's going on and there's two Spanish people talking, you know, or two Latino people talking, and and I see Steve go. <sighs> And like he understood something, you know what I mean? He got it, and it's such a moment for him. And these I'll French give you the people, perfect, yeah, I'll give you the perfect example. We were in Vegas, Steve and I. Oh, we, yeah. after after we went to see Stevie Wonder, okay, in Vegas. How much? And how much money did you lose? We no, we don't gamble. We just literally go there to eat and to uh, to to take some watch sun, shows. okay, and watch shows. But Steve and I walk across from the venue to Popeye's Chicken. Yes. Okay. 
and they're in front of us in the line. There's these two gorgeous, I believe they were Mexican, right? I, they, I think they were. Yeah. These beautiful Mexican girls, zero English. They couldn't even order the fucking chicken. Steve comes in all swamp. <laughs> <laughs> you need help ordering the chicken? But in Spanish, yeah. I don't know how he said it. But you quiero something, pollo, something pollo. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And there's Steve. They got their meal. After that, we didn't see them. But you and, know. and if and if you were a Quebecois, if you were a Quebecois that doesn't know English for English or, or any other language except for French, first of all, you wouldn't be in Vegas because <laughs> what fun is that for you going to a place where you're surrounded by everything you hate? You'd never have that experience. Go out. Go get some fucking culture. Go get some culture. See a world outside. Get out of your head. That's the only way you want to, you want to learn, you want to, you want to learn about other cultures and speak another language, go eat some fucking Ethiopian food, go eat some Yemenese food and read a book from the fucking Middle East. If you want to, if you want to intake some, some stuff outside of the world you live in, read a book. Et la poutine c'est bon, par exemple. La poutine c'est bon. Ouais, la poutine. Yeah, la, la poutine c'est bon, yeah. Okay. Guys, um, we just did uh, an hour 45, man. This is Joe Rogan range, guys. It doesn't feel <laughs> like no, it. No, Joe Rogan's like five hours. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this tomorrow, and I'm going to tell myself, I can't believe I said half the shit I said. <laughs> I feel it's because you smoked really good weed before. This. I didn't. I drank. I told you it's that clear whiskey. Oh, fuck, I wish I could have been drinking with you guys. Guys, honestly, um, <laughs> Tell us, tell us where your content could be found. Go ahead. everywhere. <laughs> we're, all over, we're all over the internet. We're all over the internet. We're all okay. over. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, it, 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 we're huge. We're huge. We're just beautiful. Yeah. We're huge. Yeah. Uh, but no, but uh, you can follow. Uh, you can follow me at Snob Media uh, and Steve as well. Steve, uh, you can go ahead and introduce you. Like you know, say your own. Uh, oh, I'm Palstev on Instagram, and I'm Chef Thomas Di Donato. Okay. And you and you are uh, Luigi, from what I understand, right? <laughs> yes, that's that's right, guys. So basically, if they want to download the podcast, it's very easy, guys. They're on Spotify, Spotify they're on Apple. Just look Snapcast. up uh, Snapcast and uh, take a listen, guys. Everybody, that's honestly, these guys are really good, uh, really entertaining, really well made. It's it's uh, you, you'll like it, trust me. And and don't forget to promote local talent, guys. Um, Guys, I really had a blast. I thank you so much. Um, I look forward to to some sort of normal normalcy, and that we could do this in person, and we could have a drink and a cigar and and chit chat. I look forward to that. I really enjoyed tonight, guys. I really want to thank you for taking the time. We'll no, do it in my. We'll, we'll do the next one in my backyard. I'll try and get the cricket back. The cricket back. Okay. <laughs> Let's tell, thank you very much uh, for thinking of us and whoever uh, whoever suggested us. I mean. Uh, Come Thank forward, you. yeah, Come forward. yeah. I, I, I don't remember who it was, but anyway, I'm sure. I'm sure whoever it was, maybe they, if they're watching, they're, they're going to remind me. So, guys, I want to thank everybody for watching tonight. Uh, don't forget, the podcast is going to be released probably later on tonight or tomorrow. Um, so, uh, Nick, Nick, your dad says, "Great show." Uh, he was watching from like uh, the the minute, so he's been literally full blast. Awesome. <laughs> Nick, it's going to be time to go to bed soon because tomorrow's Monday. Tomorrow's Monday. <laughs> I love Papa supporting. So, guys, thank you so much, guys. Have a great uh, evening. Have a great and safe Halloween, whatever you decide to do to Halloween, guys. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Have a great evening, guys. Stay on. We'll chit-chat right after we close off this session. Thanks again, everyone. Have a nice weekend.
Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.